fields of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The question is, how do you quantify it? How do you measure how good it's doing? And the only thing I can come up with is the word wellness. I just feel like everything is running on all cylinders. So I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm not running a marathon, but physically I feel very, very good. The only thing I can compare it to is a young, healthy kid. He only has a problem when he notices it. Otherwise, he's just living life to the fullest. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. So, so here's my question. Is there hope or better yet data that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. It's always nice to know whenever they're telling you to do something and mandating it to you, if there is such a thing, uh, that there's never any data. It's just yeah. hope. Yeah, is there hope? I mean, better yet, <laughs> is there data? No, not necessarily any data, says the the head of the CDC. We don't really go by data. It's just hope. Anyway, oh my gosh, uh, what a train wreck she is, and that is. Uh, welcome to the Monday live show, Kate Daly Show. How are you, Uncle Milty? I'm terrific. Are you really? Yes, I really am. Excelente. Uh, Dr. Duke Pesta, how are you? Chilling. <laughs> chilling. Chilling. That's chilling all you have to say? Homies. Chilling with my homies on <laughs> T-Bird week. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's Thanksgiving week. I can't believe it. I, I don't know where the year went. And we have the great Dr. Duke Pesto with us from the Dr. Duke Show. If you've not heard this show, it's on every single uh, day right after this show on the Facebook page for the Kate Daly Show. It plays live, and you can catch it. You're always covering the, the hottest topics. And, uh, and so, of course, uh, we have to start this off with some hot topics where do you want to go first there's just so much to talk about well i think we uh, we we must reflect a little more on kyle rittenhouse and i know yes. uh, Mil- milty's got a story uh, mm-hmm. that's a slightly different take but i think it shows the hypocrisy of the media it's huge hypocrisy on the same day that the jury found kyle rittenhouse uh-huh. not guilty on all counts right at the same time, a jury in Florida found Andrew Coffey, who shot a police and killed a police officer, mm-hmm. uh, not guilty because of self-defense. But he was a convicted felon, and he is was found guilty of of having a firearm as a convicted felon, which could get him thirty years. But. No one said a word about him claiming self-defense. Hmm. No one well, raised is, any is, issue. Isn't that the default the, the default position of Black Lives Matter? Yeah. That uh, all African Americans everywhere are always under siege by cops. Right. Mm-hmm. So that whenever there's a cop within a five-mile radius, there you can defend all sorts of uh, self-preservational in, in, interjunctions to stop them. Right? Isn't right. that kind of the argument? Yes, exactly. Mm. And it's it's 
and and that's truly racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we yeah. we talk about racism all the time, I'm a racist just because I'm white. They say, but you can commit a racist act as a black person, and you're still not a racist. I I don't get it. <laughs> the rules are the you rules know, are like COVID rules. They don't make sense. Well, they do make sense in a way, and this is what's so dangerous right now. We are in the process of redefining racism, uh, and we are redefining it on a very narrow lens. So already what we've heard in colleges for the last 10 years now applies. If you're not white, you can't be racist. Now you're seeing the full effect of that. So, and racism no longer means hating somebody based on their race. I mean, what did Kyle written, the, 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 the shootings of Kyle written in the house, what did that, any of that have to do with black people? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, there were three thing. white people, three white guys with appalling uh, rap sheets. Let's mm-hmm. just call them that. Yeah. And so uh, this had nothing to do with black on black violence. It had nothing to do on white on black violence. This is white on white violence. And yet, according to MSNBC, the New York Times, the president of the United States, uh, pretty much every actor who's got two fingers to tweet, mm-hmm. uh, we're, fi- we're, we're finding out now this is all white supremacy. I mean, it's an it's a damn good thing. You mean if I go around randomly shooting white people, mm-hmm. do I become immediately Martin Luther King? Yeah, so true. I mean, will they build a a, a statue for me, put it in downtown Washington? Because apparently, white supremacy is killing other white people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But even they're getting to the point now where their narratives are running into each other. I mean, obviously, they were trying to stretch it to make it fit everybody from LGBTQ to um, Black Lives Matter. And it has it had absolutely nothing to do with it. Yet in this case of in Wisconsin, of the driving over people and killing five, that has to play itself out, I guess. We don't know what that's about. You know what I mean? It's a it's a completely different media um, twist as far as, oh, don't pay attention here. The driver was black. Can any of you remember a single instance of a hate crime being prosecuted against a minority? I, I can't think of one. I, I can't yeah. think of a single case where a, a particularly a black, but a, a minority mm-hmm. uh, engaged in violence, racial violence against somebody else or somebody who was white and it actually got labeled a hate crime. I can't think of a single instance, can yeah, you? Yeah, that is so true. In fact, I can't either. And let me just uh, let me just go as far as to say, because I was reminding somebody of this um, uh, over the weekend, actually. It was kind of interesting, but there was a question about slavery. And the question, you know, it, it, the question came about to this answer that it was a black man who actually asked the Pennsylvania court to own other blacks for life. The for life thing yep. did not come along until he requested it. And, uh, and it was granted in Pennsylvania. Before that, it was servitude. A number of years you served your servitude and you were freed. But no, it wasn't good enough for him. And he was a black man with black slaves. These points of history never get pointed out and I think this is why it's so easily taken in as a narrative that's true is uh, is the perpetual victimhood if you go back to history though it does not support it by fact no and I mean since you brought up a time a, a worthwhile train of discussion I mean we never want to talk about the fact that it was blacks who sold other blacks into slavery right we don't want to talk never about brought that. up no. we never want to talk up. about that that 
We don't want to talk about how slavery was endemic across most African primal mm-hmm. uh, tribes for the, down through uh, their first encounters with Europeans and uh, other peoples. Yep. Uh, no one wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that Native Americans owned slaves, black slaves, and were allowed to do so after mm-hmm. uh, the Civil yeah, War. Right. I mean, you had five or six different southeastern mm-hmm. tribes of Indians who actually owned black slaves. Nobody right. wants to talk about that. Right. Nobody so, wants to talk about the fact that uh, America is such a systemic racist country, and yet it was never more than about 5% of American families who ever owned slaves. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. true. 90, 95% of American families, even in the colonial era, mm-hmm. era had nothing to do with slavery. We we would I mean, not be I, here with that sloganry with this group. We would not be here pay, making a whole class of people um, victims had we been educated properly, Uncle Milty. You know, we, we do this with everything now. Mm-hmm. Gun control is always an issue. In June of this year, seven people were killed over a weekend and 40 injured by guns across the country, across the country. But you don't hear anybody screaming to outlaw vehicles because Mm -hmm. some guy alone in one city killed five people and injured 40. I know. I know. And then there are also the don't look here, you know, don't look here. Well, let's let let's let it play out a little. Right. They didn't do that. Let's with talk about, but let's talk about systemic racism. Mm-hmm. The, the D.A. of Waukesha has already come out and said that this guy was prematurely and uh, let go on bail uh, at a very low price for doing something almost exactly the same thing a couple days ago. A thousand dollars. He was let out on bail. A thousand. He, he, he ran over somebody, tried to run over somebody mm-hmm. with a car mm-hmm. just a few days ago, was arrested, and was let out on $1,000. How do you get that bail? You think if I drove my car into a group of Black Lives Matter supporters, or even one, you think I'd be out of there and no, a week with a you would be guilty of every hate crime on the book, and That's they right. would probably make up a few just to keep you in there. Am I right? Not Uncle only Milton? that, but if you yeah. were charged with murder, you would not get bail. Yeah. No. No. And because of my skin color, it would be a hate crime, whether that was my intention or not. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's already a hate crime the second you're arrested, right? That's exactly right. Well, yeah. well hell, um, uh, white citizens, white Americans thinking negative things about Black Lives Matter, that's a hate crime. Yeah. If you don't support it, if you don't throw it that's your full exactly. support, right? Um, that's exactly it's just we're we're to a point now where it, it's just narrative arrests now. It's almost like, uh, you know, it, you're going to be guilty of whatever the media says you're guilty of. And they certainly have treated these two cases, the Rittenhouse case and this case, completely different. Oh, I know yeah. people notice that. And it goes back to my initial premise. We are watching right before our very eyes. This is serious because if nothing changes in about one year or year and a half, that's going to be the new definition. No one is challenging it. No one in the media is challenging it. The left is not being challenged on this issue. I mean, we deny, 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 and we pro- provide examples that show the hypocrisy of this. But collectively, this no, no, who's fighting back against this? As they're slowly, actually not so slowly anymore, transforming the, the meaning of words like racism. Right. Racism is always something that white people do to black people, if even if they're just sleeping. <laughs> and racism is something that African-American people can never agree, never contemplate or even attempt, even when they're engaging in seriously racial act, like, like all those people in San Francisco, all the Asians being beaten nearly to death in San Francisco by, in every instance, African-Americans. Right. 
That's not a race charge. That's not, I mean, black violence against even other minority groups. We refuse to characterize it as yeah. hate crime. Yeah, that's so true. The double standard lives. <laughs> so yeah. here we are. You know, and, and many, <laughs> many people say if, if Rittenhouse was black, he would mm -hmm. have been convicted. Mm -hmm. But then no. all you have to do is turn around and look at the coffee case. All you have to do is turn around and look at OJ. Yeah. <laughs> so there uh -huh. you go. My the article gosh. I read said many, <laughs> many have. commentators mm -hmm. are drawing comparisons to the verdict for Coffee and Rittenhouse since they arrived within hours of each other. I haven't heard any commentators say either. anything nope. about it. Yeah, I haven't either. No. Have you? No, not a thing. Yeah. Well, it's a double narrative. It always will be. And uh, and if we were educated properly, this wouldn't be going on. This is all the more reason to get your kids out of public school. They're not they're not educated in any of this. They're just told what to think um, about the fact of their own skin color and uh, and history. That history is always has these victims that we say are always the victims. I mean, we can all go back and agree that things uh, were unfair for some and not okay and wouldn't want to revisit certain times. But you know what? Though? We came off of centuries of thinking that cemented those thoughts and that we had to unwind. And so I thought this country did a really good job at, at halting that early on. But uh, when we come back more with Dr. Duke Pesta and uh, we have so many things to cover. Oh, my gosh. So much is going on in the news. But. We'll cover them. We'll get there, right, guys? <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, there's always so much and, uh, you know, so many news sources also to look at. But my gosh, there's all kinds of critical race theory headlines going on right now and school boards, um, all kinds of things. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Just don't go anywhere. It's Dr. Duke this hour, always on Monday. Be right back. Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the, the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
Funk Railroad, uh, Don't Let Them Take Your Gun. Uh, let me just tell you, that song is never played on the radio anymore, but we'll play it. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. So glad you're joining us. Uh, I've got Uncle Milty. I've got Dr. Pesta. And also Mike Lindell. You know, Mike Lindell, uh, I believe, helped uh, Rittenhouse early on a little bit with Bale, didn't he? Um, so Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, his products are amazing and people don't realize that his, he only picked the very best products. Um, if you think my pillows are great, just wait until you see the rest of the line uh, the towels, the sheets and everything. They make great Christmas gifts as well. Um, but he's out there, uh, doing a lot with his money to help the situation and also help with voter fraud and exposing that. And so when you buy my pillow products and you put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, you're helping truth and radio. You're also helping Mike Lindell do the things that he's doing out there publicly and I haven't seen another private citizen with that kind of money you know able to do what he's doing make sure and go to mypillow.com forward slash Kate or you can use the coupon code uh, Kate and get the get the uh, savings and uh, set up to 75 percent amazing products and they're shipping quickly I just wanted you guys to know that the products are made right here in the USA and they're shipping uh, here as well and so make sure and get those products mypillow.com so many things dog beds uh, all kinds of robes and slippers makes great Christmas gifts and then you're helping Truth and Radio and Mike Lindell just make sure and put the code Kate in K-A-T-E my first uh, name All right, so back here with you let's talk uh, a little bit about what we were talking on the break about Snoop Dogg and, and all the rest because the narrative is just tiresome now I, i'm getting tired of the this this stupid narrative that's not true yeah and it's it's almost zombie like the way yeah. people follow this right i i mentioned during the break that you know calvin brought us aka snoop dog murdered it was part he, his bodyguard murdered somebody while they were out together was acquitted completely from it ray lewis the former uh linebacker from the baltimore uh, Ravens. He murdered a man in cold blood mm-hmm. in a street fight, and never went to jail for it. I mean, what this doesn't prove that uh, you know anything other than the fact that for every example you give me of quote unquote uh, white supremacist mm-hmm. in American society, I can give you two to four to five to ten different examples where it's BS. One of the things that you you mentioned in the first segment that I didn't follow up on, if we care about black lives. Mm-hmm. How come no one to this day has anything to say about Chicago? I yeah. mean, in Chicago, it's 70, 90, 60, 55, 82 people in a, th- a three-day weekend being shot down, gunned down in Chicago by black, black-on-black violence. Nobody cares. Not a single piece of anger, no outrage. You don't hear uh, the NBA talking about this. You don't mm-hmm. hear even the international uh, 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 the uh, international watchdog groups that are right. constantly monitoring America violence, they have nothing to say about this. Right. I mean, if, if Kyle Rittenhausen in self-defense defense, killed, shot and killed mm-hmm. two guys with rap sheets, for a thing, among other things, anal rape of a child, that is white supremacist, we're told. Yeah. But then surely by that, this, this, that very definition... Black on black violence is anti-black, right? Is mm-hmm. it? Does that just stand logically to re- reason? How come the rare one in a hundred, one in a thousand times a, a white cop in particular kills a black subject that's unarmed? It's so rare, and yet how often do blacks kill other blacks in this country? And no one, no one in the NBA, no one in the Black Lives Matter movement, no one at universities, no one's at no one, not Joy Reid, not those idiot women at the View. They have nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. And we we really I'm going to take this line from Jack Cashel from American Thinker. But he said from George Zimmerman to Kyle Rittenhouse, a decade of woke misrule. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. And because misrule, I don't know if you're aware of this, it goes back to the late medieval Renaissance times, the Lord of misrule, right? On Mm -hmm. one day a year, uh, everything was inverted. Black was white. King was peasant. Peasant was king. And so that's a perfect word for it, misrule, because now everything our eyes see clearly, Mm -hmm. opportunity, uh, advancement, uh, all sorts of set-asides for minorities, mm-hmm. all sorts of help jumpstart programs, all sorts of helping hands. I, that's what I see. Yeah. Uh, Shelby Steele, you know Shelby Steele, mm-hmm. right? He's the mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. African-American uh, historian of antebellum South. He He's one of our great uh, histor- historians of pre-Civil War time. He came out a, a few months ago on on Fox News, and he said, "We are." He said, "This is not." Now, remember, he's an African American. Mm-hmm. He said, "This is not a race, a racist country. It is not a systemically racist country." He said, "We are a country that systemically roots for black people. Right. We are. The, America wants us to succeed. The only reason we haven't," he says, "is a lack of development. We haven't. In other words, we, the African American community, have not taken advantage of the opportunities given us." Let me ask you a question, guys, and let me ask everybody in the audience this: If you had given Asian immigrants all of the perks and set-asides and affirmative action programs mm-hmm. and startup money and all of that stuff that we're giving to African-American families. If you gave those to Asian families, do you think they would still be water wallowing in poverty? Do you Dude. think they would still be oh. spending yeah. more time shooting each other up right. than lifting each other up? I don't think so. No, they own the entire country. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. In Um, fact, couldn't you say that about most minority groups? Yep. Uh No, that's very, very true. Shelby Steele is exactly right. We we have failed to take everything we've been given and and develop ourselves. And Mm -hmm. and if you what they're waiting for is somebody else to do the developing. Right. I mean, this, this is. This is, it's a hard thing to say. The fact that it's a hard thing to say, even though it's the truth, is problematic. That's the problem. If you can't call a great evil evil, then that evil is going to to thrive and grow. If you can't point out, as Shelby Steele did, the limitations of of many of our inner city African Americans in terms of what their choices are. Because you know what? They have, in many respects, more choices than you and I do. Mm-hmm. A qualified, mm-hmm. educated African-American, this in this day and age, at universities, for federal government jobs, uh, for civic jobs, for college admission. You're telling me, me, and an equally educated, equally accomplished African-American, mm-hmm. I'm going to win those battles again and again and again, given that the entirety of government and corporate uh, capital capital, uh, crony capitalist corporations from Walmart to Target, from the, all the social medias, you're telling me all woke, the capital, the woke capitalist corporation, they're going to choose me over an equally qualified black guy. You're kidding me. (laughs) If you believe that. 
So true. Uh, This is what uh, Jack Cashel had to say. With the dawn of social media era, however, the newly minted progressives made a conscious turn to the sinister. No longer content to conceal the guilt of the guilty. They now lied to conceal the innocence of the innocent. As Zimmerman and Kyle Rittenhouse learned the hard way, Atticus Finch is dead. The woke have thrown in with the jailhouse mob, mockingbirds beware. And then they went on to say, he went on to say this. With a few exceptions, however, technology has betrayed its leftist creators. Rittenhouse would have had no chance for justice had it not been for uh, the cell phone cameras. It's true. That is true. He's right. He would not have stood a chance. The woke mob would have gone after him. And the other thing the woke mob demanded was police cameras on all their uh, vests. How, How many fake race hoaxes have those cameras saved white cops from. You thought you were doing this, right, to to make white cops stand in line. No, what you're doing by putting those mandatory body cams on police officers is you are saving particularly white cops' careers because of all the fake stuff being thrown at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people of color that belong to these radical groups like BLM, they what their argument is is that the the argument of reverse racism is only a desire to prove that people of color don't have it that bad they're not the only ones that are put at a disadvantage and it's it's a fake argument they say i i've never understood that right no i think that's exactly right and i mean i go back to what shelby Steele said i mean that's a pretty powerful statement from a very a successful and well-beloved figure in the African community, African-American community. You know, uh, at one point he says, Americans are rooting for us. I, do you know, seriously, you and I were talking at, at the break, Kate, that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you don't know a single racist. I don't know a single racist. Right. I mean, is it not true that the vast majority of Americans are remo- are rooting for everybody to get to get to get yes. ahead. Do you really mm-hmm. think the majority of Americans or, or even any a tiny number of Americans are sitting around wishing stagnation on African-Americans? <laughs> I don't know anybody. In fact, you know what the situation really is? Everybody has some judgment in them. Everybody has some discriminatory whatever. And that's not it, it's not like that is our biggest problem, because if you go to neighborhoods, black people like living amongst black people, yeah. white people like living amongst white people. I don't think I think you could get probably everybody to admit that if they weren't on camera and to say, well, yeah, I like to be around people that are kind of like me. That is not the biggest issue. What they've now done is take a word, turn it into the worst hate you can imagine, and then say that if you even feel like you have a discriminatory bone in your body, that you are a hardcore, filled with hate, hater. I mean... Racist is a very, very big word, Uncle Milty. You know, and yet the only people you ever hear quoting Mr. Steele are white people. Yeah. You never right. hear any right. black people uh-uh. quoting him. No. I mean, it's it's That's a shame right. that they're able to take a country and say, you are this this ultimate hatred label, and we're not even going to talk to the people in the country. We're just going to assume that if you're a different color, you have hate for each other. Mm-hmm. Just hate. Not even not even like you're just not wanting maybe to be the best of friends, but you, but you generally kind of care about each other as the human race. No, 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 it's hate. 
It's hate. Well, give you one more example of this is the voting re- laws. I mean, you got these idiots out there screaming bloody murder that that white people want to take the vote from black people <laughs> simply by requiring an identification card. That's yeah. absurd. Every, every, every non-political African-American I've ever spoke to, when you ask them, are you capable of getting your own ID, they're insulted. Uh-huh. Are you, I have never met a single black person who was not a politician who had the least problem with voter ID laws. Yeah. I mean – you're going to get your COVID vaccine, vaccine. you're going to get your whatever welfare you, uh, people get, whatever. You want to get on a plane? You got to mm-hmm. have an ID card. That's right. The idea that, that there's all these uh, uh, completely clueless, beat down, downtrodden, dirt poor African-Americans who can't scrape together uh, an ID card to mm-hmm. get help at the pharmacy <laughs> is absurd. Yeah, and yet is. that's the narrative. It, yeah, I I wonder when people are finally going to have enough of being told how they feel <laughs> and that they're the worst extremists. And, and I know probably most of the populace in America is going, I don't have a problem with this. Why do I keep being told I have a problem? And that's where the media right. comes in. They are there to tell you what problems you do have, which make no sense. I think more and more people are fed up with this. I mean, I've been dealing. This all started with affirmative action when I was in the army. And and it it's ne- it's gotten worse and worse, and people are finally fed up with it after forty mm-hmm. years. Yep. And yet, in your schools right now, critical race theory is teaching four and five and six year olds that they are inferior if they're white, and they are helpless victims if they're not. Yep. We are tired of it. We're over it, right? I think there are a lot of Democrats, adults, who are over it. You know who can't get over it because there's no way to get over it? Is what they're doing to an entire generation of kids now right. by taking this rape, this, these lies, lying racist, racist garbage. We'll be right garbage. back. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Finish that sentence right when we get back. Dr. Duke Pesta, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedalyradio.com. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Stevie Wonder, Paul McCartney. I don't know about this song. Jeez. Um, Do you guys remember this classic, Ebony and Ivory? Uh, Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Balanceofnature.com. If you haven't ordered the product, you really need to. Balance of Nature, a fantastic whole food product for you and your family. There's nothing like it because uh, being a whole food is very rare in a product like this. And this is the food supplement. So make sure you have enough on your shelf. It'll keep. And uh, every serving is, you know, 31 fruits and vegetables compacted into one serving. 31. You just 
you you can't get that anywhere else. And so make sure that you're getting balanceofnature. Go to balanceofnature.com, get the product, and put the code Kate in. Uh, when you put the code Kate in, you also help Truth and Radio. You also help this show. So help us. And uh, this product is fantastic. I take it. My husband did. We love it. We love it. All right. Back here with Dr. Pesta. Um, let's uh, let's expand that conversation a little bit. And then we'll also talk a little bit about uh, JFK uh, as well. It's 58 years today. So crazy. Well, we're it? talking about, you know, it, we, this this weird um, circumstance where now white is black, black is white, true is right. false, false is true. This The lies that surround the statue and the statutes and the uh, treatment of African-Americans in this country. We're talking about Shelby Steele, who who pointed out that uh, our problem is not systemic racism. He says that Americans are rooting for us. He says he said actually the quote was we are not a systemic racism mm-hmm. racist country. We are a good will toward black people country, he said. And he's exactly right. But I was thinking we were talking at the break that this expect this not just the African American community. Take a look at what's happening to JK Rowling. The the uh uh, single, the penniless single mother who, through writing those books, became a billionaire with a B. Harry Potter, yeah. And she had, and, and she, I, I never cared for her mm-hmm. because her entire shtick is cheap, uh, Rosie Perez type liberalism. Right. But yet, finally, she's decided that she's a turf, basically, right? She's an old fashioned feminist who believes that women are actually a thing and that men can't become men just because they pretend they are. Well, she's being doxxed mm-hmm. left and right. Her family's address has been made public. She's got uh, dozens and dozens of death threats from these peace-loving little trans folk, right, who mm-hmm. just want to be able to get their free tampons if they're boys. That's all they want. Right. Uh, but, boy, they, they'd kill her if they had the chance. And why? For simply defending the idea that woman is still a thing. Jeez. Think about it. How many of these little trans guys, mm -hmm. their highest aspiration is to sit when they pee, to be able to use tampons, to get get, get, uh, dried dried out nipples once a month to menstruate. (laughs) This is their highest, highest fantasy. Mm -hmm. And yet you've got a woman actually defending women who do those things. Right. And they want to kill her. Yeah. It's I know what I world do you live in? No, their their narrative. It, it's always running into each other. They, they can't keep a straight narrative. Let's talk about woke Thanksgiving since Thanksgiving week is here. Aren't they trying to cancel oh, it? Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. I mean, for some reason, Grey's Anatomy ran a little skit mm-hmm. about how we shouldn't be celebrating celebrating Thanksgiving, you know, because of colonialism. And at <laughs> one point, some idiot actress made the point that I'm sure that Native Americans didn't even bother to come to the feast. They were more concerned about having their land stolen from them than mashed potatoes. How <sighs> cute and quippy that is. Jeez. But the reality is, is what they're telling you, right? You, you, there's abs, this is the, hypo, the uh, hyperbole. This is the over-the-top stuff that we've been talking about all hour here, that there's absolutely no reason to ever be thankful for any aspect of this country. Yeah. In fact, rather than a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day, we should do what we what liberals do every day and have a selfish hate every hate everything 
kind of a day, right? Wow. Uh, talk down, trash down, tear down day. That's what happens every other day. So we're, 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 we have Thanksgiving relegated to one day. Trash America Day is 364 yeah. days a year. You know, never in my lifetime mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving did I think I was thankful for something that happened 300 years ago. <laughs> I was fa- thankful for what my life held for me today. Yeah, because of uh, the blessings we have of this country. Yes. Well, I have one exception to that. I am on a daily basis completely grateful for the Constitution of the United States. You think about this. Uh, it was a one-in-a-thousand-year miracle, that Constitution. If you took, after 250 years of experiencing what the world would be like with mm-hmm. and without the United States, if you put the world's quote-unquote top conservatives in a room, a hundred of them, the top most influential conservatives in a room, do you think you could even put together a new Constitution that would contain half the wisdom, half the truth, of that document 250 years ago, mm-hmm. no way. It's a one in a absolute millennium miracle. And think, how powerful is the United States Constitution? It, the, the left, the, the hate America left, has the schools and the universities, the tech companies, academia, the, the uh, Hollywood, journalism, mm-hmm. every major, the, corporate, the big corporate oligarchies, everything belongs to the left. All we've got on our side, really, when you stop and think about it, is the Constitution. Is there a greater miracle than that? And these idiots running around trying to do conventions of the states, call, you know, mm-hmm. open the conference, the, the open the con- the constitution up for debate and have all kinds of demo- uh, Democrat representatives from California coming to the convention. They, somehow conservatives think it's just going to be a bunch of them and, and, re- and representatives from Kentucky. You know, the Democrats are going to send a whole lot of a Congress, a whole lot of representatives. Are you willing to get term limits but lose the Second Amendment? Right. Are you really going to go that right? Do you really want to celebrate that you've uh, got a budget ballot balance amendment? Because I promise you, the progressive left will give you term limits and a budget ballot, but a balanced budget, if you give them the first and the second amendment. There you go. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Right. And the and the thing is, look, American politicians, be they Republican or Democrat, don't follow the Constitution as it's written. What makes you think? They're going to follow it because you change it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the it's, so I when I when I think about what I'm grateful for, I I can't imagine what this world, what this country would be like if it were not for that document. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Vogue is running pieces. They ran a piece last year about that too, about why I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was all the it was all the way back to I'm an indigenous person, so therefore, how could I? I mean, talk about, talk about, you know what, though, the, 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 the people that are that utterly stupid that don't know anything about history cling to these kinds of things uh-huh. as some some way to to pat themselves on the back for being so woke now and turning this corner of I figured out who we really are. And uh, these are the guys that get the headlines. This is why you see this in Vogue. Well, but normal but this people. is the problem. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. Yep. You're exactly right. Only. Only people who have a staggering ignorance of history mm-hmm. are susceptible to this. Right. But isn't that what every single school kid we're turning out right now? Yes. yes. You're right. You're right. Every single college graduate, right. every single public school kid, mm-hmm. 60 million 
working their way from kindergarten through high school, and they're going to graduate as those people. So historically ignorant, they buy the, the, the facile lie of American evil. Yeah, so true. That's so true. Let's talk for a second about uh, JFK, 58 years. What are your thoughts on the whole JFK um, assassination? Because I think this woke a lot of people up. But at the time, everybody went along and, uh, you know, with, with what happened. But I just want to get your, your thoughts on this. I think whatever happened, he was killed by the left, not the right. I think that uh, mm-hmm. the standard argument is that still the standard argument is that the one we got from the questionable Warren Commission that uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald did it. Clearly, he did it. But and of course, he was uh, uh, living in Soviet Russia before he came back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also hear. Uh, I, I'm not above believing there was a conspiracy, but if there was, it was not a conspiracy of right wingers. I, I think that it would, would, would have been a conspiracy of left wingers. The, yeah. the Cubans had plenty of reasons to want him dead. The mafia. The socialist, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The socialists in general had a lot of reasons to want him dead. Uh, I, outside of, uh, well, I'm, not, I'm trying to think of a reason why the mob would want him dead. Uh, yeah, Bobby was trying to crack down a little bit on mob violence, but uh, can, I, I just. I, I mean, the thing that bothers me about the whole thing, looking back in retrospect, mm-hmm. is if, jo- if JFK were alive today saying exactly what he said as a Democrat, then this Democrat Party would completely disown him. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right on that one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, isn't the same as it was 58 years ago. Yeah. That's for sure what they've devolved into. Uh, you don't even recognize these people as Americans anymore. That's what's so deficient. I'm mad at the right for having zero backbone, not standing up and being pathetic. I'm mad at the left for not even being American. <laughs> I mean, it's they're not even American, so they they shouldn't even be in this country because they don't believe in any of the ideals. What is your particular thought, Kate? What do you think? What do you believe about the assassination? On JFK, I think a lot of people um, started really questioning thing, but questioning everything about it. um, But it took a long time to do that. I don't think uh, I think Oswald was set up. Um, I think there's a lot of evidence to point to that. I also do think the mafia was involved. They were they had a lot of ties with uh, Cuba as well. Some of the things going on with them um, in Cuba. But I do think that he was trying to put um, um, some reins on the CIA, and so I feel like they were absolutely behind it. Yeah. I think most of the people that day that were marching along with the car that were supposed to be Secret Service were in on it. I've read a lot. I've done a lot. I've done so much research on the JFK assassination, but I think it I think the way it's affected this country is they did it. They tried to sell the lies behind it. They built a narrative and about 60% of our country now does not believe their narrative. So what does that tell you? Right. Tells you a good portion of our population was able to see through it. But I think it's the first big narrative they ever got away with publicly at the time. So they were able to tell a story about it. And most Americans believed it, although as time marched on and things didn't add up, more and more were questioning it. So I think that was the first big lie that they really got away with publicly using the media as their media circus to sell it. And then I think it's devolved into all the lies we get now. And uh, it was kind of at the start of that media protection for lies. That's how I look at it. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I go back and I think about that and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, he, <laughs> as far as legacy goes, uh, the best thing that could have happened to him was being assassinated. I mean, he was, he was not a particularly effective president uh, and sooner or later his personal Drug abuse, his mm-hmm. philandering, uh, his questionable decision making on things like the Bay of Pigs. Sooner or later, that was going to catch up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but but so he was he's frozen in time, right? As this right. Uh, kind of crusader but, for what exactly? And, and look, speaking of stolen elections, we know that he's what became president because of 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 the voting dead in Chicago. He's president. He, he, he if we're gonna call out voter fraud today, uh, that's one that was completely stolen from the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At the time, absolutely, and I and I do think that. His um, I I think that there were two things he was commenting on a lot, and that was the gold standard and uh, the CIA having too much power. And the people didn't realize at the time um, how powerful they were. They could get away with just about anything. And so he was trying to bring light to that. So there are two good reasons that they went after him and then were successful in murdering him. But I have to I have to give him credit for standing up for those two things and even having a voice about them, because there hadn't been that voice about, hey, you guys, CIA is a Lot, uh, way too powerful so we would have we would have not um, liked each other probably politically as much because I think he was for the social programs and everything else but at the same time he was willing to call out a couple of things that were going on that at the time that I really appreciated but it did cost him his life yeah Uncle Milty I you know I think it was a time when the powers that be first realized that all they had to do was confuse people by coming up with a dozen different yeah, narratives right. about why he was assassinated. Yeah, and too many people were well, uh, done away with, by the way, when they tried to voice an yes. opinion, when they knew things. So, It's, it's mm-hmm. also almost impossible to imagine a world back then when you had three TV channels. I mean, that's all you had, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you couldn't walk into a library and hop on Walter. a computer and find an, an alt, 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 alt alt media mm-hmm. you had very little access to i mean the, the the ability to control what got out to people was so much more right. strict and limited and yeah. you're exactly yeah. right the fact that in in a in a world that was as deeply controlled as that one that so many people didn't buy the standard narrative is it's a powerful story it really is and and honestly i think it's over 60% of the country but that's what the media has come up with is 60% of the country does not believe their official story with a with a lot of cause and reason it wasn't like just one thing it was many things that never added up and so i always appreciate that mo- that americans didn't accept that just like right now it's over 60% of the country's um i would say even up to 75 percent of the country is not okay with what's happening right now with us but that's not getting voiced uh dr pesta thank you so much for weighing in really appreciate you thank you guys all right have a great thanksgiving you You too too. absolutely and also catch the dr duke show he's amazing and you'll want to catch it every day on my facebook page um and it plays on a lot of stations it plays all over the place you'll love it so make sure and go to uh, uh the dr duke show just google it or you can go to my facebook page and find it we'll be right back and you can weigh in too on jfk if you want to as well